You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Coach, how are you doing today? Doing great. Good morning. Good morning to you. So um, we've heard you say throughout fall camp and stuff, and we heard it from Coach Bonapau yesterday, that you guys want to get the running backs more involved in the passing game. Uh, just what have you guys been emphasizing during camp and, like, what kind of drills maybe have you been running with the guys to just hammer that home? Yeah, I mean, we want any eligible person that's on the football field for our offense to be able to catch the football. And, um, of course, you know, it's not a secret. We've, we've thrown to our running backs in the past. Uh, but our running backs are for sure going to be heavily involved uh, in the past game, uh, which really is, is, is hard to defend. You're so worried about those guys running the ball, and then all of a sudden it's a drawback pass. Those guys are uh, all over the place, you know, uh, swinging behind the, the line of scrimmage and in front of the line of scrimmage. And uh, we're excited. Those guys are talented. We have a talented uh, running back room. And we think uh, they can all give us something in the passing game. All right, we'll go to Dan Raley. He'll be followed by Mike Farrell. Go ahead, Dan. Jimmy, how about a long overdue quarterback progress report? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's 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 about the same as it was when we first started. You know, we're really excited about uh, the talent uh, in the room. The four the four guys that we have there, um, they've got a considerable amount of reps. And they've all had their shining moments, and they've all had their "what the heck is going on" moments, and uh, they're they're learning. And what I what I harp on with not only that position group but everybody is we have to learn from other people's mistakes as well, not just your own. And um, I've seen some growth uh, in that quarterback room. Tomorrow night's going to be is going to be awesome uh, barometer of where those guys are. Uh, we're having our preseason game number three, seven o'clock Saturday night uh, under the lights in Husky Stadium. Sorry you guys aren't invited, uh, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I can't wait to see uh, how the grades turn out for all four of those and the rest of our team. Will you cut it down, the competition, with two weeks to go soon? Really depends how those guys perform. You know, if it's, uh, if it's, in, if it's even with all four of those guys, then we still got uh, almost two weeks left to, to try to figure out who's going to start in that uh, opening game. All right, we'll go to Mike Farrell, and Christian Capel will be after him. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Jimmy, how's Savelle Small do, Small's doing so far? Yes, he's coming along very nicely. He's, uh, he's caused a lot of havoc in the backfield and, um, and has also played the run well. He's picked up the, the schemes very, very quickly. He's a, he's a smart young man, loves football. Definitely technique stuff that still has to get better, um, and, and it will get better. But he is definitely flashed. We are excited about Savelle. Uh, he's on the right track, and if he just keeps working hard every single day and continues to get better, um, he's going he's gonna to enjoy, and we will enjoy him uh, possibly playing in 2020. All right, we'll go to Christian Capel, followed by Lars Hansen. Hands up if you have a question for Coach. Go ahead, Christian. Yeah, Jimmy, I'm wondering uh, what kind of camp Puka Nakua has had so far. Yeah, I mean, a guy that we're extremely excited about. I know all Husky Nation is excited about him. Um, a guy that brings so much energy to the team and uh, so much fire. Uh, his hands are 
Got it. I'm, I'm going to be a little bit of a bias here, but I think he's got some of the best hands in our wide receiver room. He catches everything, and um, we're really excited about Puka, as I know Husky Nation is as well. All right, we'll go to Lars Hansen. He'll be followed by Anthony. Go ahead, Lars. Hey, Coach. Um, just want to get an update on where does the center position stand? How is that battle looking? And same with left guard. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I think I've said it before, we're extremely excited about our offensive line. Uh, Coach Huff has done an excellent job of uh, recruiting that position. Uh, we've had a number of guys rotating through inside and outside. Um, and like we've done on defense, like I've, like I've mentioned before, Lars, uh, guys have to be interchangeable and going back and forth. We're doing the same thing with our offensive line and the rest of our, uh, of our position groups on our team. Because all of a sudden, injuries or now, uh, the coronavirus may knock out half our whole line and guys that are playing outside have to move inside. And so we really had a bunch of guys that have been rotating through center and the guard position and the tackle position. We have to be a jack of all trades um, across our whole team. All right, Anthony and then Masvita. Go ahead, Anthony. Hey, Jimmy, how has Asa Turner made the next step in becoming a great player? You know, I think the first thing that I've noticed with him is he's really helped the young guys come along. Uh, it's so it's so funny. He still seems like a young guy to me, but, uh, you know, true sophomores, played a lot of football last year for us. And uh, now I've seen him having conversations with with the true freshmen, say, hey, no, you have to, you, have to, you know, have your eyes here on this play. Uh, you have to make this call to your corner. And so it's fun to watch his growth and knowing our defense, knowing the calls, and being able to teach it to our freshmen and also, he's been able to execute it in practice. And I'm excited to see where, uh, you know, he, he makes that next jump here as we go into his sophomore season. All right, Masvita, and then Christian. Go ahead, Masvita. Yeah, hey, Coach. I've got two, one off-field and one on-field question. Off the field, what's the adjust, adjustment been like for you as a head coach and things like, you know, the one-team initiative, getting the students to, to vote? I mean, like those type of things for a head coach that, you know, uh, on campus, off campus stuff. What's that adjustment been like for you? Well, no, I mean, we're, we're so excited that, uh, you know, we've had a bunch of uh, productive and uh, team meetings over the last seven months or so. And uh, obviously voting is a, was, a, was a big thing that I wanted to make sure our, our team was registered. Uh, we were excited. They, they were all on board with it. They were excited about it. And we got our whole team registered to vote. And uh, and now they have to now they have to actually go vote now. And um, you know I'm, I'm not sure if you guys saw it or not, but I, I sent my ballot in uh, earlier this week and talked to the team about that of making sure we know we can't just register. Now we have to go we have to go put action to this. And um, I'm excited. We we brought in a group to talk about the history of voting and um, how I wasn't able to vote uh, <laughs> you know decades ago because of the color of my skin. And also you know I pointed to some of our you know, the women that are on our staff. And I said, they weren't able to vote 50, 60 years ago. And so we really just uh, talked about the importance of voting and how we can't take it for granted. And I also shared with them that I come from a military background and I've been in countries uh, where their people were not allowed to vote and was run by a dictatorship. So shared a bunch of those stories. I think that the team is def was definitely listening and, and understands the importance uh, of voting and that um, a lot of Americans have died um, and our allies have died for us to have the right to vote. And so I'm excited. I, I think our, 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 a lot of our guys have voted already. And, um, yeah, this will be an exciting year for those guys to grow. Thanks. And then on the field, how important is it to have the balanced 
attack on offense. I know, you know, there's talk of the receivers catching the ball, but clearly you're looking for a balanced attack. How, how important is that? Yeah, I think I mentioned it, uh, you know, coming from a defensive perspective, you know, that's the side of the ball that I grew up on. Uh, that That's the hardest thing for us to defend. When you don't know if they're going to run it or they're going to pass it, uh, it, it puts you in limbo. And, uh, yeah, we definitely want to be balanced. It's going to help our quarterback be productive. It's going to help our running game. It's going to help our passing game. It's going to help us put points on the board and possess the ball and win football games. All right, we'll go Cable, then Varel. Go ahead, Christian. Yeah, I know, you know when, when Buddha and Byron Murphy, Zeke Turner, and all these guys play the way that they do um, on Sundays and on Monday, it's, it's easy to look at that and say, oh, that's, that's got to be really helpful for recruiting for a school like Washington. I'm curious how that actually translates. Like, are you, are you guys, you know, do you send, do you make sure to send those clips directly to guys that you are recruiting and just how, how important is that and kind of how does that, how do you leverage, you know, guys making plays in the NFL to help you with your recruiting process? Yeah, I mean, the first thing, I'm, we're all just ex- extremely proud that they're, they're representing the University of Washington. Obviously, they're representing their families. Um, I'm so excited for those guys. I'm jumping off my couch when uh, any one of our former dogs make plays. Uh, so I know Husky Nation and, of course, every single player that was around those guys uh, or staff member just gets excited that they're living their dream and making a bunch of plays on the biggest stage. But definitely uh, when the facts are laid out there that we, you know, in the Pac-12, we have the most NFL, the, the most uh, number of NFL players in the NFL right now that, that come from the Pac-12, come from the University of Washington. That's a fact. That goes to our development that we have here. That goes to the guys that we pinpoint to offer scholarships to and to bring them in here because we feel that they will be big-time players for the University of Washington, but also potential NFL draft picks. And, uh, you know, of our staff being here going on seven years now, the proof is in, is in you know, all, all that production that we're having going on to the next level. So it definitely helps us recruiting. For sure, we get a bunch of messages when our guys are making plays on Sundays and Mondays. Um, and how about Sunday night football? We got the Seattle Seahawks against the Arizona Cardinals. I uh, can't wait to, to sit back and watch that game, and um, that's, it's going to be fun. There's going to be some dogs on both sides of the ball on both teams. Should be should be fun to watch. All right, Mike Farrell, then Dan Raley. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Jimmy, you've mentioned these scrimmages that you're doing on Saturdays, and I'm wondering, you know, the thought process that went into trying to make those as realistic as possible and, and how important that is for guys who haven't played a game in, in 10 months now. Yeah. And, you know, Mike, this, this is something that I've always written down that I wanted to do, uh, even if – there was no pandemic right now. Um, I'm always trying to recreate the game. I think it helps our players uh, perform better on game days. And anytime you can make practice exactly like a game, uh, when we get to that, that real game, uh, they've done it before. They've been there before. So this is something that I've had written down in my notes for years. And uh, now it's nice to, to, to finally, uh, you know, put those ideas uh, and, and make them uh, come alive. Yeah, so we're entering our, our game number three, full refs, uh, coin toss, halftime, you name Every detail uh, will happen this Saturday night and in our final preseason game next week. Uh, so our team's excited. I'm excited. Our coaching staff excited. And we can't wait to see who will perform under the lights and, uh, you know, and who maybe made the lights a little bit too bright. It's, it's going to be nice to find that out now as opposed to November 7th. 
Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Uh, Jimmy, with your scholarship guys, have you had any radical position changes or any attrition so far? Uh, position changes, like right now during camp? Yeah, I know you're you're trading guys around at different spots, but have you moved anybody to something that you didn't really oh. expect? No, we have not. Okay. Nope. And nope. everybody still with you that's showed up through a couple of weeks? Yes, everybody's still here. Yep. Okay. All right, we'll go to Tim Booth and then Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Tim. Hey, Jimmy, got two quick ones for you. Um, with the quarterbacks, when do you need to narrow it down and make that final decision so that the whoever the starter is feels like he's adequately prepared for mm -hmm. the opener? Is it is it this time next week? Is it is it game week? What what's your sort of target there? Right, you know, and again, this this goes to you know who is is going to be able to lead our offense, make plays here coming up in these last two preseason games that we have. I think after that last preseason game, we'll probably have a pretty good idea. Um, you know, we'll be able to pare that list down for sure. Um, but there, there, there's not going to be a timetable. So, hey, I have to – we're going to make a decision by this date no matter what. If we're not ready to make that decision, we're not ready to make that decision. If we're going to the game and we still like three of the guys, then maybe all three guys are going to play. If we like two of the guys, two guys are going to play. If there's a, if there's a clear leader – then that guy will be the starter. Um, it really just all plays itself out on film and out on tape. And that's what I've told the team at every single position, but especially our quarterback position, it's all going to play itself out. And uh, the cream always rises to the top. And we will, uh, we will make those decisions uh, once, that, once that cream finally does rise to the top. And then I know there was some uh, NCAA legislation about making election day off for athletes. How does that have you guys factored that into your preparation being that it lands on the week of the opener? Yeah, great question. Yes, we have. And uh, we're also excited that we're using the Dempsey Indoor uh, for a, uh, a voting station right here, right here at UW. Um, so people will be able to, uh, you know, cast their ballots on election day uh, right here at the University of Washington. And yes, we've adjusted our schedule. Normally our player day off would be on a Monday, which they will be every day, every week after that first week against Cal. Um, but we've adjusted, so Tuesday will be our player day off, and we will practice on that Monday. All right, sorry about that. Uh, we'll go to Chris Fetters and then Anthony Edwards after, after Chris. Go ahead. Jimmy, uh, kind of going on that, that theme when you were talking about registering, voting, and, and doing all those types of things, it, it just – I know you're ramping up and, and everything's going warp speed right now, but you also take a lot of pride in those built for life items, those kind of bigger ticket items. How have you been able to kind of really fit those in while at the same time understanding that there's only so much time that you've gotten a day to be able to, to kind of get all that stuff accomplished? You know, that's what, uh, you know, that's what I've realized uh, eight years ago uh, when I got to meet uh, Chris Peterson, you make time for this. Uh, this is the foundation of our program is, is built for life. We are, you know, our, our whole purpose here is, is a team built to win, but it's men built for life. And we have to make, we have to make time for these important things uh, that we want to teach our young men. And uh, I think, uh, 
it, it, it's our duty. Uh, it can't just be all about football. And uh, it's, it's been awesome to be able to have these team meetings and, and have a good back and forth uh, between our staff and our players and also be out of practice and at the end of practice have a great open discussion um, about the hot topics. Of that, that's what's going on right now uh, in our world. And so that'll, that'll always be the foundation of our program and we will always make time uh, for those issues. All right, we'll take three more people here. Anthony, then Christian, then Kim Grinnells. Go ahead, Anthony. Let me shoot two at you real quick, Jimmy. So you've always characterized yourself as a competitive uh, person. Where, where did you get that or who gave that kind of uh, personality to you? Yeah, I, 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 I've been asked that before. I don't really know. I do know this. I, I have a twin brother and we used to compete at everything. So maybe that's what it is. <laughs> um, you know, I think, you know, siblings probably always have a little bit of a rivalry and they're always trying to, you know, one up each other. But my twin brother was a heck of an athlete, and um, we're still close to this day. I maybe point to that, I, I, I think. Uh, I don't really know. I have to ask uh, one of my family members. Cool. And um, what's it like playing in Husky Stadium for its 100th season, regardless of the fact that there probably won't be fans there? It's, it has so much history, so much tradition, and um, our team, our staff uh, respect that. Uh, it really is, uh, it's, uh, it's humbling. I think that's the word I'm looking for. It's humbling. It's humbling to think that uh, uh, there's been football played for, for that many years and, and that we're going to be able to go take that field here shortly. Uh, we definitely wish we had Husky Nation in there right behind us, uh, but we know that we're watching uh, at home on TV. And, and then hopefully soon, once we get this thing under control, this, this, this virus, uh, we will be able to flood that stadium with, with purple and gold fans. All right, we'll go to Christian and then Kim to wrap it up. Go ahead, Christian. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, I know you put Jack Westover on scholarship. I'm, I'm wondering if there's anybody else um, who's, who's been put on scholarship who wasn't before and also just what it is about Jack and, and what it is about anybody um, who comes as a walk-on you guys end up giving a scholarship to that, that leads you to that decision. Yeah. Well, first with, with Jack, I mean, I think you guys have seen it uh, on game day, but we see it in practice and in the weight room every single day. Uh, he has a work ethic. He's smart. He's tough. He brings it every single day. Um, and when you're making plays and 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 you're 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 taking care of business in the classroom, um, and you're and you're leading by example in the weight room and in practice, you're you're going to get a scholarship. And we've 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 rewarded guys uh, over the years, uh, walk-ons continually. And um, we have a really good walk-on group right now that we recruited in here. Uh, you know this this fall. And I can already see a few guys that if they just keep they just keep grinding away, uh, they're eventually going to earn a scholarship as well. But we also, you know, the team already knows, um, and this happened uh, a month or month and a half ago. Race Porter is also on scholarship. A guy that uh, has just it, you talk about competitive, and maybe you guys don't see it. This guy is a competitor. He is a competitor, and uh, he brings great energy uh, to our team day in and day out. He's our holder. Uh, he's also been a uh, you know, punted for us, and he's, uh, he's going to do a lot of things for us this year. I'm so excited um, for him to be on this team, and uh, both those guys uh, represent what it means to be a dog. All right, last question will come from Kim Grinnells. Go ahead, Kim. Hey, Coach. Um, rivalries make college football special, and the Apple Cup is obviously a big one. Uh, Coach Rolovich yesterday got in the fray and took the first shot over the bow yesterday saying Husky Stadium was built on a dump. 
any comments or care to get into that at all? We're focused on preseason game number three, which is Saturday night, seven o'clock. And then next week, we'll be focused on preseason game number four. That's actually going to tee off at 9 a.m. Because I don't know if you guys heard, there's going to be 9 a.m. kickoffs. So we're actually practice that next week. Um, and then it's all eyes, all arrows pointed at the University of California. Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!